This is the Detroit Sports Podcast Network. This special edition of the Detroit Sports Podcast Network is brought to you by The Athletic, premium coverage for passionate Detroit sports fans. Listeners of this very podcast can get 20% off the first year of an annual subscription by visiting theathletic.com slash DSP. Welcome to this special edition of the Detroit Sports Podcast Network. I am your host, Vito Jerome Churko. My guest on this special edition of the podcast is former Detroit Cast Tech and University of Michigan star cornerback Jordan Lewis. To give you guys a little bit of info about Jordan, during his career at Cast Tech, he helped the Cast Tech technicians win back-to-back state championships in Michigan in 2011 and 2012. And then, as a four-star prospect, he took his talents to Ann Arbor, Michigan, where he became a member of the Michigan Wolverines. While with the Wolverines, he became a first-team All-Big Ten selection, a first-team All-American in 2016, plus the Big Ten's Tatum Woodson Defensive Back of the Year during his magical senior season. And as a result of being one of the best quarterbacks in all of college football, it was a natural transition for him as he entered the NFL. He was drafted in the third round of the 2017 draft by the Dallas Cowboys. And as a rookie in 2017, Lewis finished with 54 tackles and one INT. And during this segment... I had the chance to speak with Jordan on a myriad of topics, including how the heck he got his nickname, J.D., and that's how we start off the interview. And as we go along, we touch upon his career at Michigan, playing for both Brady Hoke and Jim Harbaugh, about the state of Michigan football right now, about hearing his name on draft day, being selected in the third round once again of the 2017 NFL Draft by America's team, Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys. About playing for Jerry, what is it like being a part of Jerry World, you know, and all of that, all of the buzz, you get all the attention that you get as a member of the Dallas Cowboys. And then we get into how he is an alum of the Somebody Somebody Football Academy, what that taught him, and how it's made him a better person both on and off the football field. And he also, to end the interview, touches upon how he plans on giving back to the community and to this younger generation as he moves along in his pro football career. And without further ado, here is my chat with Dallas Cowboys cornerback Jordan Lewis. Where did JD come from? You were kind of talking to me before. And you said you got it when you were young. So how did it actually develop? My first year at Pal, uh, you know, everybody has a nickname in Pal. So if you, you know, a memorable player, like you, you get noticed and people, you know, they see you playing well, you get a nickname. So uh, I was playing well my first year. You know, the coach trying to like me and uh, he was trying to figure out. So my first nickname was Spin City, actually, because I would always spin, you know, trying to spin. It was like, you're going to get hurt, man, spinning. So they told me stop spinning and stuff like that. So um, then they was like, we got to find you another name. Uh, so we was just trying to go. It was just one practice. We was just trying to think of stuff like before. Like he was like JJ. Uh, my middle name is Julian, so it was just JJ. No, everybody has JJ, JL. You know, it don't really ring. And he just said JD. I don't know where the you know the D came from, but it just started calling me JD. So uh, ever since then, you know, from that point on, since I was like in sixth, like seventh grade, everybody been calling me JD. I noticed, and I found it, like, so weird. I'm like, I'm trying to think, J.D., Jordan Lewis, and then you said your dad? 
Didn't even like the nickname. Doesn't even like the nickname to this day. Now, why is that? You know, because it has nothing to do. Like, it's not related at all to my, my name, like my real name. So, no, I don't have a D in my, no, my middle names, none of that. So, uh, it's just, he, he didn't really approve of it. But, like, everybody calls me that, you know, from teachers, principals. My my, my principal called that, called me that, Miss Miss Phillips. Everybody called me, you know, JD. So, it was, it just, it just stuck. I like that nickname, Spin City, too. That's pretty cool. Oh, that was and that was that a show, Spin City? I don't know. I don't know. But that's pretty cool. That was nice, huh? Now, how about going to Cast Tech and playing there? What did you learn from Coach Thomas Wilcher that really helped you out going to Michigan and now that you're in the NFL with the Dallas Cowboys? We're going to work. You know, uh, we, needed that, we needed to get our first state championship. You know, we didn't know what it took to get there. And um, we just had all the talent around us, and we competed. And that was our, our main thing. Like, we always competed. Coach Coach Welcher and Coach Crowell, we just like every day was a competition. You could say it was like a like a mini like camp. You could tell like it was so competitive every day, and uh, we always worked to get better. We always wanted to get better. We was in the gym, you know, on the field, anything to get better so we can be better than our, you know, our teammate, you know, our friend, you know, so we can get noticed. But it was always friendly. We understood like if we were, you know, as a a cohesive group that we was going to do great things, but at the same time we were being competitive. So, you know, that just carried on through high school to college and into the pros. So now how would you describe the journey that you've had in your football career from Little League football to Detroit Cast Tech to the University of Michigan and now to the Dallas Cowboys? How would you describe it? Because to me it's been a long ride for you, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, it's been a, a definitely a long one, uh, especially because, you know, we were, we were uh, under unrecruited. Like, you know, when we were coming out, a lot of kids weren't getting recruited and only picked up, like, my my sophomore year. That's when everybody would, you know, get these big offers. Like, you'll see a Terry Richardson or uh, uh, Royce Jenkins Stone. They're getting all these multiple offers. But, you know, I was always that guy on the side, like, okay, I'm going to be the next one. I, I got to work to be better than these guys. Like, what do I do? What is this? What is that? And I was always a small guy. You know, everybody would always tell me, get bigger. We got to get bigger. And that was always my knock. So everybody would think, like, okay, he's not, you know, He's not ready to be on a big stage and stuff like that because he's not bigger than all these big-time recruits that were coming to my, my class. Like, class before me in, the, in my class, that's when everybody was like these, you know, these statues. Everybody had one, like, from, like, quarterback to everything. They fit the prototypical, you know, college recruit, and I didn't really do that. I wasn't, you know, I was outside of the mold, and um, they were looking for that now. They was looking for bigger corners, and, you know, I always had to fight that. So it was always, I'm going to have to outwork you. You know, I'm going to have to show you my talent. But, you know, as as far as here, we always knew that we had it. You know, we had the talent, but it was just showing people on a national scale that we can be with anybody no matter, you know, what we looked like, any of that. So so being kind of undersized, which you said yourself, I didn't say, and being under-recruited, I mean, how has that helped you out? Because i got to believe that's motivated you as well throughout yeah. your football career to get to the, the heights that you have yeah. already reached as yeah, a football exactly. player. Um, it was just like, I'm going to be the best. Regardless, whatever it takes, you know, I have to I have to do that. You know, it took long nights, you know, just doing push-ups, sit-ups, anything extra. Like, you know, you hear that self, you know, yourself talking to you, your conscious, like, just do something extra. You know, do that one rep, do that one uh, rep. And it's just like, you can see, like, it pays off. All of that stuff pays off. And it was just that will to be better than the guys that they said was better than me or bigger than me that, that, that was going to be these pros. And, and some of them are. And that's what still, you know, gets me to where, like, dang, I got to. I got to show people. I finally got to show people I'm better than them, you know. And it's, that's that's what can you know. That's what makes me want to keep going and continue to 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 improve and get better. So now recruited by Brady Hoke, going to Michigan, playing for Brady Hoke first, and then Jim Harbaugh. How are they different and similar to each other? 
uh, both were uh, were uh, great recruiters. You know, they they could find some talent, and you know, they they love the guys. You know, they want to work. They want to they want to find guys that work hard for them and stuff like that. But you know, Coach Hope was a great guy. He brought us in there. He built the foundation for what you know Coach Harbaugh took to another level. And he just brought that competitive that competitive nature back to it, to where it's like we were getting used to in high school, where it's like if you don't do this, you know, this week, I'm not gonna start you. You know, I don't care if you got all these offers. I'm not gonna start you if you're not doing what you're doing in this week. And that's what Coach Harbaugh brought back, and that's what we was thriving in. That's what I throw. You know, that's what we were. You know, good at. We was good at competing. We we wanted that challenge, and and when he brought that, you could you could tell everybody was getting better, and and they were trying to you know compete with each other, but they understood like we need each other to win. So it was always that that fire to get better and be the best, and and that's what really that took us over those you know those humps to to get ten wins, to beat Michigan State stuff like that. So I'm I'm excited to see what those if he he picks some guys up from Detroit and and see how he you know gets them going. Well, I know I know one thing. Michigan would like to get back to ten wins. Only eight wins last yeah. season, losing in the Outback Bowl. What are your thoughts on where the U of M football program is right now? So a lot of those guys were young. You know, a lot of those guys were sophomores and freshmen. So, you know, they have a, a year of experience under their belt. None of them really played because, you, you you know, you recall, like, we had all seniors last year. All seniors and one junior, Jabril, like, and that's them the only guys that played. Like, all seniors, it was like 22 or 23 seniors, and all of them played. So, you know, just getting that experience on the field and seeing for yourself, you know, you know, outside of practice and stuff like that is is, is definitely a big thing for those guys to get out there and, and show what they have and they're they're learning more and they're they're understanding, you know, the concepts of the defense and the offense. So once they get that, you know, the game slows down for them. I feel like they can they they can be a real challenge for that that national championship. And now you've transitioned to the NFL since and you heard your name on draft day being selected in the third round of the twenty seventeen NFL draft by the Dallas Cowboys. How great of a feeling was that when you heard your name announced as being drafted by the Cowboys? It was a, it was a blessing, definitely, especially in that big market. You know, uh, being in an organization such as the, the Cowboys is, like, why, why, you know, worldwide, you know, known and recognized, it was, a, it was a blessing. But at the same time, you know, I went the third round. You know, I was expecting to go higher than that, you know, and, and we was always, you know, we always talked about being the first round, being selected first, you know, uh, in those first rounds that first day and um, being a goal. And I feel like, you know, that I missed out on that. So that as like that right there, that's even more to, you know, to, to keep going, a, a motivating factor, that fire in my belly. Like I'm not a third-round draft pick. I'm not a, you know, a mid-draft pick type guy, whereas, you know, okay, maybe he would be a plug-in starter. No, I'm, I'm a guy that's supposed to be in this league and starting this league. So even though it's a blessing, you know, I still have that in the back of my mind that I got to I gotta prove myself. So that's added fuel to the fire, yeah. definitely. And you kind of felt slighted. You felt like you deserved to go higher in the draft then. Definitely. Uh, it, it was definitely a, it's like, man, I know people don't, you know, they don't value me like this. And, you know, they don't think my value is here. But, you know, no disrespect to any other third rounder. But um, I, I felt as though I should have been picked, you know, in that first day. Definitely. But that's just a, you know, that's just a, you know, a blessing in disguise. You know, God, you know, put me in this position to, you know, to, to strive and, and do better and, 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 you know, for experience to, you know, help other people. So I feel like and I I just always have something to prove. So what's it like playing for America's team, playing for Jerry Jones, his famous owner? And there's so many stories out there about him, and he's he's out there in the public. His name's yeah. always out there. What's it like playing for him and the Cowboys? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just a, a great market, you know, as far as football and, you know, if you want to build your personal brand. So all of that, you know, anything that 
that that um that um Jerry, you know, Jerry, you know, I guess contributes to, you know, trickles down to me and it's just like I'm a part of that. You know, I'm a part of that right now. I'm a part of Jerry Jones and, you know, Jerry World and all of that. So it's a big thing. People want to be around that. So whatever I can do to, you know, I guess to to market that, you know, I'm I'm willing to do and, you know, give back to the kids and stuff like that. So I'm 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 just it's just really a blessing in disguise. I think I'm here for a reason. You know, I think I'm in Dallas for a reason. I'm I'm just truly, truly happy to be there. And let's transition now to Semi Somebody football. While you're here today and speaking to these fellow guys going through the program right now, as you did at one point, and what did Semi Somebody mean to you and teach you over the years that you did take part in SMSB it football? Show, it just showed me everything that you know that that comes with college and you know the the the, the collegiate athlete what they have to do to prepare themselves to get there. You know, when I first got in the program, you know, we were, I was at Cast Tech, I was seeing guys getting recruited and stuff like that. I'm just thinking like, okay, I'm the next guy up. You know, and it, and it showed me like, no, you got to put in work. You gotta you gotta do what is what's what's necessary for you to get to that next level. It's not just about to get like be given to you. And they made sure of that like when we was first doing our trips and stuff like that, I barely played. You know, I'm thinking like, what what's going on? I'm I'm at cast. Like, you know, I'm what is going? I'm supposed to be the guy that's in there. And you know, I knew I had the talent, but it's just like, you got to put that work in. It's like we're not about to we're not about to give you this stuff. Like we're not about to just give it to you. You have to earn it. You know we're gonna teach you, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make sure that you you understand you know how to how to to be a professional, how to be a collegiate athlete, and how to you know how to just take the lumps and just continue going. And that's really what I learned. Like you just gotta be tough. You gotta know like okay your time's coming, but you gotta keep working. You gotta be patient. You gotta you know just and believe in yourself. And you know, just lean on some of the guys. You know, like Coach, Coach Blackwell, Coach Crowell, all those guys. You know, I always, you know, talk to them about advice. You know, anything, and it's always good. And I just feel like I should get that knowledge back to the kids, and and they should understand. You know, uh, that it's it's obtainable. It's not just one guy. It's just not oh, he's the chosen one. Like no, you guys can do the same thing. And I just want to, I want them to understand that. So really, it taught you the importance of having a strong work ethic, both on and off the football field. And kind of reflect on that now, what it taught you in relation to having a sound mind and the mental part of things. Honestly, all football is is mental. I mean, of, of course you have to be out there and capable of doing you know, your job, but a lot of the stuff is mental. you got to be ready to, to battle every single down. you got to be ready to, to go out there and prove yourself every single game. And, you know, once you understand that, you can translate that to school, to your life, family, you know, your spiritual, you know, being, all of that. So once you understand just that football aspect, then you can go and, okay, I can do this in academics. I can put all, you know, this work in academics. You know, it's not just, okay, he's a capable student. Okay, we know he's smart. No, you've got to work at it. So you can work at school, you know, your family life, social life, and football. So just understanding that it's not just about your body. It's about the mind, and, and that's what I'm trying to come back here and tell those guys. You need the grades, and you need something after football to be able to fall back on. It's not just all about being a great it's, football player, is it? It's not even about being a football player, honestly, because this game teaches you how to live. Honestly, it teaches you how to be a great person, how to work for what you want, how to, you know, how to work through, you know, and think critically about, you know, I guess the, the next step. So, and, and that's what I want them to understand. Like, this game isn't just – the game it's a metaphor for what you're going to be doing for the rest of your life 
So even though you're making connections on the field, you're supposed to be, you know, understanding what, how people think and how coaches are thinking, how people are, you know, I guess how they're living, how they're making a living. You want to understand that type of stuff. And once you do, it can only, you know, you feel that hunger, you know, that, that, that need for, you know, more knowledge and you want to keep going and you want to, you want to get that knowledge back to other people. So once they understand that, they have the same feeling I, I do about these kids. You know, I haven't met most of them, most of these kids, you know, some of them I work with, but I just want them to understand that I, I love them. You know, I want them to understand that I want to give them this knowledge that I have so you can give the knowledge to somebody else. So, and that's really just the, the whole premise of this. And now, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it sounds like you want to give back to the community. You want to yeah. give back to the younger generation as you move along in your, your pro football career. I feel like that's my, my, my place in this life. I feel like this is my, my calling, you know, to give back, you know, and understand that it's not just about me. You know, this is about sharing what you have and sharing the knowledge and sharing your resources, people that, you know, kids that's, that were just like you. And I feel like that's, that's very important for an athlete to understand. Jordan, J.D., and Spin City Lewis, thank you much, man. No problem. I appreciate it. And that's all she wrote for this special edition of the Detroit Sports Podcast Network featuring former Detroit Cast Tech, University of Michigan, and current Dallas Cowboys cornerback Jordan Lewis. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and you can tune in to me speaking to all of you over these very airwaves once again for the latest edition of Tiger's Talk, dropping this Wednesday, courtesy of the DSP Network. And this week's edition of Tiger's Talk will include a season preview of the Detroit Tigers 2018 campaign. Make sure to follow the Detroit Sports Podcast Network on Twitter at Detroit Podcast. And you can follow me as well to make me feel good at the end of the day when I go to bed at night by following me on Twitter at Vito Jerome. Adios for now.